Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Six Live Crew Radio. I am ecstatic to be on tonight. This is episode number three coming to you live from the six, Toronto. This is Lost, the one and only. There is no other. <laughs> I am, I'm, there's been so much happening. Um, on my timeline, I usually talk about Instagram, Twitter, the news. I mean, I watch it all. I always make sure that I'm up to date. And there's been so much happening. I My timeline has been um, lit up by Mr. Jacquees. Um, as he stated, he is the king of R&B. But I have a special guest tonight that I would like to introduce. It is none other than the dynamic Minister Aaron Carr. Welcome, sir. Let me give you a little Thank you. applause. Thank you for hold on, me. hold on, hold on. Let me give you a little <laughs> applause. You got your yeah, applause. I appreciate, that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for having me tonight. No problem. That's nice. I like that. I feel good. I feel good. Like well, you that. know, I'm learning. It's a learning process. <laughs> I watch my uh, Breakfast Club, so I keep up to date. But um, gotcha. yeah, so I, you know, we've known each other for a very long time. I say since we were probably about ten, we've known yeah, each other. Good. Yeah, about, yeah about, about around there. So, can you give an introduction, sir? Tell the people about yourself briefly. Okay, well, uh, my name's uh, Minister Aaron Carr from New Jersey. Um, I am a minister, 34 years old, husband, father of two daughters, um, uh, aspiring playwright, um, minister, encourager, servant, um, good friend, good listener, um, sometimes Comedian, sometimes serious. <laughs> uh, Indeed. <laughs> uh, philanthropist, I try to be, you know. Um, yeah. Multiple. I'm an octopus. I don't know. I do multiple things. Um, yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's pretty much it. Yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there, there's so much that I can say. Um, he's really an inspiration to not just his uh, peers, but to the younger generation especially. And in this day and age, we definitely need that. You know, so many yeah. things are happening. But let me let me let me get on with, with, with what I was talking about. I was talking about Jacquees. We'll get to the the, the, the the good stuff later. The meat. The meat and potatoes as they would say. Yeah. All right, so Jacquees. Now I am a nineties R and B fan. Um, as I'm sure Minister Carr is as well. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, oh, okay. I am. All right. Uh, I don't know how yep. you feel about this generation's um, choice of music um, when it comes to, I, I don't even know if I can really say that some of the music that we hear, especially in the black community, is R&B. I don't know how we would define it, but Minister Carr is a singer himself, his whole family. They're they're all singers, so they know the um I don't know the dynamics of of singing and all of that kind of stuff. So you have a special hey, I'm not the take. Only singer. 
you. I ain't the only singer. You got to come. You got to do a show where you singing one day. I ain't the uh, I'll pass. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I'm in Canada, but I plead the fifth. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so I know you have a special take on um, singing and, 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 and that genre of music of R&B. So how do you really feel about Jacquees saying that he's the king? Of R&B, I mean, it's it's so many different dynamics um, with with um, R&B that you definitely right. have to touch on to be considered a king. Um, you know, you have to, you know, you have to have a, co- a co- one a couple hits. Um, mm-hmm. Jacquees only hit recently that I that I've known um, was "Tripping," and that's a song that he pretty much took from Ella May, is that her name? Yeah. He was uh, yeah. covering that song or something like that. Right. And he had, he had another song that he did, uh, but you definitely had to really, really dig deep into your downloading. Um, <laughs> he was describing a girl as a candy bar and Twix My and God. Skittles and oh, some song. I don't know. Mm. But I mean, <laughs> for, me, for, you, for me to consider you the king of something, you know, one, you have to know how to really, really sing better than a lot of people. Absolutely. You know, um, so, yeah, that's that's a major for me. And mm-hmm. a lot of song, a lot of singers today, they're not really, um, you know, vocally like masters. They're not master, you know, they're not masters of their vocal. Right. <laughs> and um, not, you're and, right. Uh, and then there's some, you know, then there's some who, you know, like I've seen people say, R. Kelly's the king. But then, mm-hmm. you know, R. Kelly does have hits, but he also has a little controversy, which is I don't know. A lot of controversy, sir. Yeah, a lot of controversy. You know, and, you know, his voice for me, people love his voice, but he sounds like he's gargling mouthwash. So I don't know. Oh, my God. So, you know, so you consider a king. (laughs) Am I lying? Am am I lying? No, you're not. Like we would say, I'm Jamaican, so I'm going to take it back to roots a little bit. We don't rate him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, he's cool. But I believe I can fly. To me, that's not like real R and B. So I mean, you know he what had I'm saying? You remind me of my Jeep, you know, twelve play. Yeah, you know, those were and great. He had but... classic. He's a, he's a, you know. But in regards of voice, song, mm-hmm. you know, I don't yeah. really particular. I don't really believe, you know, in regards of popularity because there are a lot of singers like, you know, for example, Tank. I love Tank. You oh, know, I um, do too. Yep. Yeah, you know, I don't really have, he doesn't really have the notoriety like that, you know, yeah, but, but he can sing, he can go, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, you got to, you have to put, you know, Usher there, you have to. Absolutely. You know, so, you know I mean, Jacqueline, you got to get a song first, you know. But now here's, here's his, here's his stance, not to cut you off, but he said no. of his generation, he did make that distinction. So... Are we wrong? You know what I mean? And is he right? I mean, if you talk about his generation, then you have to do at least, what, 10 years? Right. And so, you know, you have to put Chris Brown in there. You have to. You You have to to put great songs, even though he's another one that sounds kind of goaty. You know, he's another (laughs) one. Um, Yeah. But then on the flip side, you also, people who have hits that really, really can't. I mean, you have to put Miguel in there. Miguel's yeah. in there. Um, yeah. And also a, a, a person that's not really noted, you know, is Jeremiah. He's yeah. another one. 
Now, yeah, he kind of faded. I think people are forgetting yeah. about Jeremiah, but he really is yeah, talented. He has some hits. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has some hits. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think who else, but he he is definitely, you know, he might be the jester of the kingdom, but he's not the king. Right. He's <laughs> so, not the king. You know, he can't. He has to, he has to put some more work in. He can, he right now, I did some research myself because I was like, uh, okay, you need stats to back up yeah. your statement. Yeah. And it's a very mm-hmm. bold statement at that. So I said, okay, let me do a little Google search because I am the Google queen. That's what everybody calls me. <laughs> um, so I said, how many billboard number ones does he have? And the answer to that would be zero. Um, all four, he has four songs or he has had four songs on billboard. All four of his songs, whether collaborations or otherwise, they peaked between number 69 and 90. And it was wow. even hard to find stats on Jacquees. So, sir, Jacquees, uh, I don't think you so. Have to, like, you have to type it in Google with quotation marks, like, to just put, right. did you mean, yes, I have to dig deep <laughs> to page eight of Google to really Listen. find. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not a big Jacquees fan, and it's, you know, it's sad, you know, that, and hopefully this makes them work work harder. Um, and I think it because, will. I mean, I hope it does because I mean, people do like him. Like I said, his music, his remixes, or his his cover songs. Mm-hmm. Um, the two songs he did was a uh, boot up and um, tripping. Um, right. Ironically, he's tripping. Um, <laughs> you know, he actually, you know, they were oh songs, but then God. they were pulled. You know, and it's like yeah. you have to come up with your own stuff. You know, I, I don't know, but you can't be a king. You know. Without a throne to sit on, pretty much. You well, don't have any work. But, you don't have any, you know. You don't really have now, anything. Right. Finish what you were saying. Sorry. No, I was just saying, you really have anything that's substantial for us to go on. Um, mm-hmm. For us to deem you as king. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. eh, you need to just hold up a little bit. You know, you need to go to the finals a little. At least go to finals once. You know, at least get yeah. you one ring. <laughs> you know Absolutely. Like, get he you just started one ring out. As he, yeah, he he's started. a freshie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he needs some stats behind his name. Now, got to move on. The next topic, hot topic, um, was about Meghan Markle. You know, the mm-hmm. young lady from Toronto, or she lived here for a yes. long time because she, she starred in that uh, show Suits, which I love. I work in a law firm, so anything that has to do with law firms, I I just love that. <laughs> but law yeah, and she, yeah. right, right, and she married uh, <laughs> Prince Harry. Um, okay. Now that was a big deal. We saw the wedding on TV in England. Yeah. People sat in front of their TVs eating popcorn with their t- uh, uh, boxes of tissues, crying. It was a big thing. Um, Now she's in the palace and she's now with child. And I noticed that I I saw a picture of her and she had on a, uh, what do they call it? um, uh, Off shoulder dress. That's what it was. Off shoulder dress with black nail polish. And typically when you're a member of the Royal family, you don't, dress like that 
Um, and apparently some of her aides have quit. I believe two of her personal aides have quit because they said that she's become difficult. Now, I can't okay. speak on that because I'm not there, but I saw what I saw with the off-shoulder dress and the black nail polish. Now, the question is, should she be forced, and I'm talking about Meghan Markle, should she be forced to conform to the rules of the palace? Now, we know <laughs> anybody that doesn't conform to the rules, we know where they end up, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the question is, should she come forth? Should, should she be forced? That's the question. What do you think, Minister? Um, I don't necessarily think um, that she should be forced. And I'm just speaking from my perspective. Of, right. Um, you know, knowing what she, lack of a better term, signed up for, knowing that, you know, um, all the eyes are going to be on her. You know, um, everybody's going to have their different standards on certain things and how you're supposed to walk a certain way or wear a certain outfit. I remember one time uh, Barack Obama had on a tan suit and the, mm. the entire world went crazy. Mm. You don't pull the weird tan suit to judge his character <laughs> and all of that stuff like that. What are you tan? Are you crazy? Tan is terrible. <laughs> Stands for terrible. You know, and um, they went at him, you know, but at the same time, uh-huh. um, her being a part of this royal family was a breath of fresh air, but also a culture shock. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because you know this is a different this is a different kind you know of princess. This is a different kind yeah. of person in the you know in a royal family. You know, one she changed you know, up the game. She, she did. You know, yeah. you gonna you gonna mess around and see it with a dashiki on one day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who knows? You know, yeah. she decides to trade her hair up. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You might see her, you know, uh, eating some chicken or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so because because she's a, such a uh, – it's a culture shock because of who she is. Um, mm-hmm. And because Prince, you know, her husband also knew, know, he knows that this is going to be a culture shock for a lot of people. He definitely – and I'm sure they had discussions. She probably said, you're going to have me wearing the stuff that everybody else you wearing. I'm, I'm going to be me. I love you. I'm a respect, right. you know, the tradition and everything, but at the same time, I will be respected. And I think yeah. it's a breath of fresh air because she's bringing her it own is. swag into it. She's bringing her own right. personality to it, you know. And so, yeah. no, she shouldn't be because she shouldn't have to be forced to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also a beautiful thing to know that you can also be an individual in your marriage, right, where right. you're not dictated, you know, by outside you know, sources and outside people and outside um, thoughts on you. You're going to do you. And my husband happy. My husband's happy. He ain't complaining. He ain't stressing out. You know what I'm saying? He's doing good. And so if the marriage is intact, that it seems like it's intact, you know, I don't think she should be forced to do it. And I don't think it, you know, compromises what the kingdom stands for. And, the you know, because even, you know, Prince Harry, his mother, was kind of a standout mm-hmm. type person. She was different, you know. Right. And so, no, I don't think she should conform. Um, mm-hmm. Now, she started doing crazy, crazy stuff, getting drunk and all this other weird stuff. That's different. But she's still classy. You know, she's she an individual. Absolutely she is. You know, yeah. yeah, and she's strong, you know, and she's happy. And that's what you want, you know, happy well, wife, that, that, happy life. That kind of brings <laughs> me to, that brings me to my, my next, the next part of this episode the next segment it, it kind of um connects so 
the reality is um, with everything that Megan has gone through and is probably going through, how is she handling all this pressure? So besides her husband, can she really build and maintain emotionally, mentally healthy relationships with those around her or those from her past, whether it be her her parents, her friends, her siblings? Like, how do you think the pressure is affecting her? And I well, also want to I mean, encourage, before you, before you say anything, Minister, I also want to encourage okay. our callers to call in. The number is 267-521-194. That's 267-521-0194. Okay, you could go ahead. Uh, one, of the, one of the things I've noticed um, about her, and like I said, because I, I am black, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that, right. that pride, that strong black ethnic heritage that she has. Now, mm-hmm. anybody can have a breakdown. Anybody can have, you know, um, worry and trying to live up to a certain standard. But there's also people who can actually, actually, actually handle that pressure. Yeah. Um, Michelle Obama. You know, mm-hmm. she is a great representative of, you know, strong pride. You know, we go high when they go low. You know, there's yeah. a standard of leadership um, in the black community that that's elegant, that's strong, yeah. that's beautiful, that Absolutely. doesn't really have to conform. You know, for example, you know, I remember the Barack Obama and Michelle Obama Time Magazine picture, and the uh, it was a silhouette of Barack Obama, and everybody, you know, they seen, you know, uh, Michelle Obama's behind, and they were like, oh my God, oh, and it was so different <laughs> for them, mm-hmm. you know, people were just nasty, like you know, they were rusting after Michelle, but that silhouette it spoke volumes mm-hmm. because. It's never been seen before. It's never been Absolutely. done before. It's never right. been, you know, a person of an ethnic background and their natural beauty and who they are being displayed in raw form. And some people mm-hmm. hate it. And some people, you know, were just racist and just nasty about it. But she kept her elegance. She kept her beauty. And she kept her strength, you know. As and usual. Likewise. Yeah, as usual. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so... You know, with this situation, with the prince, his wife, um, she definitely has her mom by her side, who has been a major, major influence on her life and continues to pour into her strength, mm-hmm. wisdom, encouragement. Remember who you are, you know. Yeah. So no matter where you go, you know, you can be at McDonald's flipping burgers. You're still a queen. You're still a king no matter where you are. And that's one mm-hmm. thing, you know, not just our community teaches, but a lot of other communities teach that, you know, you, you should be strong, you're beautiful, no matter where you are. You know, you don't become a product of your environment. Your environment becomes a product of you. Right. And that is a major, major key to handling pressure, handling um, mental capacity of stress and strain that you mm-hmm. fight to not allow uh, yourself to become a product of your environment, but rather right. your environment become a product of you. And so you have to definitely have great moral support, strong support, um, mm-hmm. and someone that you know that really, really cares for you to pour into you these daily, daily, you know, she's into the word too. 
you know. And yeah. so there's a lot of different, you know what I'm saying, a lot of different wisdom and encouragement coming from different places um, with her life. And so I, I, I definitely, I think her strength comes from, you know, her faith and also her mom, her family, you know, and also support of her husband. You know, he loves her enough to even, you know, place her in this position to do that because he didn't have to do it and vice versa. She didn't have to want him and he didn't have to want her. And so he right. knew, you know, what was on that plate. He knew what was coming. He knew her. He know that's why he loves her. That's why he loved her enough to say, will you marry me? Because he knows her and he definitely, I'm, I'm almost guaranteed they have the discussion because he knows the ceremony itself. He knows, you know, the pressure and everything that goes with it. And so I'm like, I almost guarantee you probably, you know, educate her on it or something like that, you know, in regards to what's coming. But she was already prepared. Mm-hmm. She's a strong, you know, strong black woman. And um, she's already a queen before she was even placed in the royal family. She knows that already. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? And so that has to be instilled before it actually comes to pass. And so I think that that's definitely what's keeping her is that strong moral support. Um, and those daily reminders, either through faith or her mom, um, that gives her the strength to keep on pushing. Yeah, definitely. Now, we have a caller. Let's take this call. Okay. Hi, caller. Would, do you have anything to say? Hello, Hello? caller? Yes. Hello? Hello, caller? Caller doesn't have anything to say. Now, I heard some, um, some police sirens back there. Like, <laughs> like okay, <laughs> let the Lord be with him. I hope nothing, <laughs> hope nothing happens. Lord, okay. Well, we encourage right. the caller. <laughs> um, if you want to hang up and call back and maybe try again, I don't know what's happening. Well, but, pull over. Um, pull over first. I, I'm, and then- <laughs> I'm glad you're listening anyhow. Um, now, Minister Carr, I do want to talk to you about um, building mentally healthy relationships when you're courting and dating. Okay. Um, well, okay. we know that courtship is uh, how I would define courtship is the process where you're like heading towards being engaged. Dating is wow. just basically like casual. You're trying to see who you you want to potentially be in a relationship with um, a lot of young people they're going through some rough times um, I'm hearing of young people that are uh, enduring abuse in their relationships whether it's emotionally physically and sometimes a lot of times most of the times the physical abuse leads to emotional yes. um, abuse because you know like it affects um, us emotionally so and it's not just women it's actually men too, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so in, in dealing with building mentally healthy relationships, how can we do that in a courtship? Okay, I think the first, for me, um, the first the first element of developing a healthy relationship is understanding what you see in the word um, relationship. Um, I was... Mm-hmm. Uh, this past, I think it was Tuesday, last Tuesday, no, Friday, sorry, this past Friday, I went to a um, a drug rehab program called the Integrity House in mm-hmm. Newark, New Jersey. And one of the things um, that I shared with them is understanding 
what you're getting into or what you're saying when you mention the word relationship. The word that sticks out from relationship is the word ship, S-H-I-P. It's important because a ship is designed to take you somewhere, to take you to a certain place, to take you to a certain level, to take Mm -hmm. you to a certain um, platform, a plateau. And so when you're beginning a relationship, a courtship, or any type of ship, um, you have to have in your mind a direction, a focus, um, a goal, but also you have to develop a love for that individual. And so when you're, especially with courtship, because when you're in dealing with the courtship, you're in that, in that realm of eternity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're making that decision, like this, this might be the person that I'm going to possibly spend the rest of my life with. You're not saying it. You know, mm-hmm. You're not actually, you know, you don't see somebody, hey, I want to marry you today. No, you're actually with them, you know. But you see them, and and you're with them, and you're enjoying time with them, and you know, of course, time continues on, and you, in your mind, this is something that I possibly will make this a life commitment towards. Mm-hmm. And so, um, today's courtship and relationships are a little different from the past. It's a little different even from ten, you know, twelve years ago in regards to social media in regards of reality shows and how relationships are portrayed, you know, in regards of how relationships are shown, um, you know, there's a lot of issues in relationships. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of um, stigmas in a relationship, you know. Um, yeah. You don't, sometimes you don't desire, you know, the, the quote, I can do bad all by myself, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's, is, is relevant and prevalent. You know what I'm saying? Also because of right. heartbreak. Um, because of trauma in relationships, um, mm-hmm. because of some of the R and B songs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> ain't that the truth? Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, um, because of a lot of different dynamics. So there is a percentage of people that want love, but then there's another percentage that doesn't want love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They want mm-hmm. parts of a relationship, the sex. You know what I'm saying? The you know the attention. You know the gifts. You know um, the money the cachet or whatever that comes with it. But in regards of a commitment, mm-hmm. some people don't want that because it's viewed as a negative light. And so um, in regards of a courtship, you have to definitely establish in your mind, um, you have to think to eternity, think forever. Um, you have to definitely think those things because if you don't, then you will treat people um, not like you need them versus you just want them. And that's a huge right. difference mm-hmm. because if mm-hmm. I need you, I'm not going to call you out of your name. I'm not going to put my hands on you. Um, I, don't, I hate to get kind of preachy. I love to get kind of preachy on you here, but it says no, you, know, you love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah, <laughs> right? absolutely. Yeah. You, know, you have to love, and if you love yourself, you know, you won't call yourself. And some people do because they have a mm-hmm. low self-esteem about themselves, mm-hmm. but you won't call mm-hmm. yourself garbage. You know, you won't right. choke yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you won't stab up yourself. You know what I'm saying? You will mm-hmm. try to take care of yourself. You know, you have a lot riding on yourself. You want the best for yourself. And so you have to, when you look at the person that you're with, you have to see them, in a sense, as yourself. You know, they might look different, you know, <laughs> might be a different sex, it might be a different mentality, but you want them to survive. You want them to be great. You want them to be fruitful. You want them to succeed. You want them wow. to love. You want them to have the fulfillment. And so... If you don't view them like that, then of course 
domestic violence would happen. If you don't yeah. view them like you need them and that, that you view yourself, of course, you know, you'll mess around with 50 people. You know, if you don't view them as you view yourself, of course you're going to be verbally abusive. Of course you're going to break mm-hmm. them down. Of course you're going to be selfish. Of course you're going to neglect them. Of course you're going to do that because in a sense, you don't really love yourself that much. If you yeah, really loved yourself, so right. mm-hmm. you know, you would view them, you know, that's me. That's my heart. Mm-hmm. That's my lungs. Yeah. That's my rib. That's my baby. You know, that's right. that's my lady or that's my man. You know, that's how you right. view them. And so, you know, courtships, you, you, you're leaning towards that. You're leaning mm-hmm. towards that, you know, you're leaning towards that, that mind frame. And so, you know, you have to make them a woman laugh. I'm speaking from a man's perspective. You have to make, right. you know, a woman laugh. You can never really get comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. um, what they say, what you did to find them, with all the things you did to find them, you got to do to keep them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's mm-hmm. the truth. You know, yeah. Certain things are stale. you know, you have to breathe some life into that relationship. And so yeah, there's a lot of absolutely. variables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, with it. it's funny that you mentioned about loving yourself because um, it took me a long time to get to that point. You know, as a <clears throat> young person, you always dream of getting, especially as a woman, you dream of getting married, having that fairy tale wedding, and yeah. you, your focus is always on the wedding and not really. Yeah. <laughs> the relationship so throughout all of that you're not loving yourself you lose your identity still focusing on the wedding and not focusing on loving yourself while you're in the relationship you're getting abused emotionally physically I have learned to love myself 100% I encourage our listeners love yourself don't give up on yourself treat yourself well you know, that's what a lot of these young people are missing these days. They're just so into um, the puppy love, really. That's what it is, yeah. infatuation. Yeah. But they're, they're not really looking for, and also looking at the, the wedding aspect. They're not, they're thinking about the dress. They're thinking about the venue. But really think about the marriage, what it takes to build a, a healthy marriage. Some people may say, what do you know? You're not married. But I, it's a process. You get there yeah. eventually, you know what I'm saying? And and I have learned over the years <laughs> what not to do. Sometimes it, you have to go through a lot of different situations to get there, but you will get there. Yeah. And I, also, yeah. I just want to encourage the listeners to just don't give up. You know, there's always uh, – if you, if you continue to work on mental stability in your relationship, yeah. you will not endure the pain that you're going through. So just, just be encouraged. Now you kind of answered some of my questions. Thank you. Because I was going (laughs) to ask you, why do people allow themselves to endure mentally toxic relationships? But you pretty much answered that. But I do want to ask you, so sometimes individuals, they tend to reach out to third parties to help them, especially when it comes to those who are being abused. Right. Um, Do you believe that trained professionals and or untrained individuals are either helpful or harmful. You could talk about both and just elaborate a little bit on that. And I, I do want to say, I say harmful because 
sometimes the third party may inadvertently induce guilt and shame, making the abused person worse off than they were before. So that's why yeah. I mentioned that. But for me, um, in regards of third party, third party input, um, one thing is very healthy to have somebody to talk to. Um, mm-hmm. They're saying that pressure uh, bust pipes. And so the more you keep things inside, you it's, it's literally toxic to you. You know, mm-hmm. um, I would hate to get graphic, but you need fiber to get the toxins out of you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it stays mm-hmm. in you, you know, it's not healthy for you. And so it's definitely important that you have somebody to talk to, a shoulder to lean on, a listening ear um, to talk to. Because if you have nobody to talk to and it sits in your system, it sits in your spirit, it sits in you, you're no good to anybody. You're stressed out. You're, right. you know, anxiety kicks in. You have mental That's breakdowns. And so angry. That outlet. Yeah. yeah you're angry. Yeah. yeah you're angry. Yeah. You need. You need that outlet. Now, in regards of what kind of outlet, um, I see both sides. I think professional help is very important. Um, you know, in the black community, you know, um, we kind of shy away from professional help. Talk about uh, it. Oh, they'll be all right. Just pray on it. Yeah. yeah, I prayed about it, and God sent me a counselor. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, you got to help he yourself, too. Exactly. You know, exactly. And so, you know, and then in regards of your friends, I think that anybody that knows the direction that you're trying to go in your relationship and that is actually giving you advice to get to that point, you directing them to that point, to that ultimate goal of what's helping their future is the person that you should listen to. What I mean is mm-hmm. we've have we've have some friends, you know, I'll speak from a woman's perspective, even though I'm a guy, sorry. But you got someone, <laughs> girl, come out to the club, forget him. He's stupid. Just come out, let's let's go party, let's go do this. Now nah, just just take your mind off of something mm-hmm. when you know that her man is jealous and he calls her phone 40 times. Right. You know, like you know that already mm-hmm. versus, Hey girl, can we just come over to your house and just talk? You know, let's, let's just us go yeah. to some place that doesn't cause you controversial issues or pain. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Knowing right. that he might not want to go out knowing, you know what I'm saying? So people that have your best interest at heart um, is some, somebody that you definitely listen to professional help. Um, I think it's important, but at the same time, I think with the professional help, I, and this is my personal opinion, you need to have a, I, I think they should set up a system where you have a man counselor and a woman counselor, because sometimes mm-hmm. if it's a, let's say if you're in the couple's counseling session and it's a man, mm-hmm. you know, it might be a little, it might be a little man bias, you know, like, let's say if the man is accusing his woman of nagging, but she's just expressing <laughs> her aggravation over stuff that he doesn't do. So yeah. he comes home and messes up the entire house, and she's pissed off about it. That's not nagging. That's just her response to you messing up the house. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ultimately, so, yep. You know, and so you definitely have to find someone who's very objective or get in a situation where that objective piece is very, is pushed because sometimes you might find yourself in a situation dealing with professional people um, that naturally, you know, their perspective is kind of spewed on your relationship. 
And so yeah. you need some type of healthy medium. If, if that mm-hmm. person is a healthy medium in regards of a third party, a healthy medium, definitely. Because it's like I said, you, you can't keep aggravation inside. You can't keep stress inside because if you love you, you will not kill yourself. And that yeah. kills you. You know, that mm-hmm. definitely kills you when you keep all that anger inside, you know, and you keep that animosity and you keep that pain. And then when you actually do find somebody who loves you for you, mm-hmm. but because you kept it inside, all of that anger, all of that pain, all of that hurt, all of that animosity turns to paranoia and mm-hmm. then it, tur- it turns into bitterness. And that person who did that, who does not deserve the paranoia and does not deserve the bitterness, he's sitting back like, I ain't do nothing to you. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm getting the blunt force trauma of your five years ago, you know, today, mm-hmm. you know, and so mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it has to be managed. It has to be released. Um, yeah. And it has to be done by a, he- a healthy medium, somebody that can yeah. be objective and somebody that understands and has your best interest in heart. And sometimes your best interest might not be what you like. You know, it mm-hmm. might be, girl, go apologize because you were wrong for that. Or, dude, go apologize right. to your woman, man. You shouldn't have did that. Go back home. Why are you at the strip club? Why are you drinking? Why? No, go back home to your wife mm-hmm. and or your girlfriend or whoever and make sure that you make up, you know. And so people like that, the person that's not going to be a yes person all the time, no, you need to go back and fix that. You know, that's a healthy medium, you know. And so anybody with healthy medium, that definitely is important, whether professionally or non-professionally. If they, if they have the best interest in heart, I definitely recommend that a person um, does that. Amazing. This has just been such a wonderful episode. Oh, my goodness. So much knowledge, Minister Carr. I can't thank you enough for coming on tonight. <laughs> thank you for inviting <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just been wonderful. I I've been schooled, you know. And and Minister Carr always does this. This is nothing new for him. He's always encouraging and and providing seminars and workshops. I've been to some of his workshops and his seminars and it's just a part of his nature. He loves to help those who seek help and also just, you know, you don't even have to seek help. He can look right through you, see right through you and know know what you're going through. And he speaks to that <laughs> spirit within you. And, and I say God for that, God for that. Now, I do want to provide the suicide prevention um, numbers for someone out there that they, they may be going through something. Um, so the Crisis Services Canada, the number is one 456 That's 1-833-456-4566. Or you can even text them at 45645. And that's only in Canada. Now, the number for the United States is, and this is the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Minister Aaron Carr, I would like to thank you for coming on once again. Thank you for your support, your participation, and I hope that this uh, special episode is broadcast to the masses because someone needs to hear it. Someone's soul needs to be uplifted. Can you just close it out with a prayer? 
God, we thank you um, for us coming together here um, to discuss the struggles of of the mental health of our people. God, we thank you that I'm praying that this message encourages somebody who's dealing with the pain of relationship or pain of mental instability, suicidal thought, depression, whatever their struggle is. God, I'm praying um, that you meet them where they are. I'm praying that they've heard something this evening. Um, through this broadcast is going to encourage them, that's going to lift them up, that's going to strengthen them, recognizing the fact that we have to develop the mind frame of forgiveness and empathy. If you're looking for a Superman, we have to recognize that Clark Kent also hid his identity, and he also Woo! had weaknesses. And just like Superwoman, she had weaknesses too. And so even though we might look for certain things, recognize the fact that none of us are perfect. We all need forgiveness. We all need empathy. We all need love. We all need embrace. We're not as strong as we think we are. But, God, we thank you for relationships. We thank you for bonds. We thank you for family. We thank you for love. We thank you for the example of grace and mercy that you constantly show us each and every day, that we wake up to new mercies every day. And so that person that I have animosity for um, on yesterday or even 10 years ago, I'll recognize the fact that the one who created me woke me up to new mercies. All the stuff I did on yesterday, he did not hold it against me um, this morning, but he blessed me with new mercies. He blessed me with another chance, another opportunity, a different kind of love than yesterday. So, God, we thank you. Bless this broadcast. God bless um Sister Lasagna right now, God bless this whole pro- this whole process, this program. I'm praying that's going to be successful. Um, that this you, is the new beginnings. I thank you, God, for her courage that she stepped out on faith and said, I'm not going to wait for somebody to endorse me. I'm not going to do it. No, I'm going to do it myself. And so, God, because she recognized that you gave her hands, you gave her a mind, you gave her eyes, you gave her a mouth, and you gave her feet, all the tools necessary for you to cause a miracle to happen in her life. So, God, we thank you for all you've done and who you've been in her life. Bless us now. Strengthen us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. (laughs) That was wonderful. Well, thank you for listening to Six Live Crew Radio. God bless you, and have a wonderful evening.